I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole, hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Welcome to Team Rabbit Hole Edition 239 with Cherry Cashin. Love, cry, repeat. Join the team as we welcome back a trickster from down under, Cherry, and unpack how going within, ego death, humor, grief, and acceptance are paving the way to our return home. Welcome and well met once again, Cherry. Nice to have you back. Good morning, good evening. How are you? We're, we're hanging in there. It's been a minute since we've done this, so I'm getting back in the saddle on a lot of fronts, but it's Leo season officially, moons in Capricorn. Uh, as you know, there's even a storm. I'm watching waves and wind, crazy shit we don't normally deal with here happening, so it's very volatile times. Um, but something we do on the podcast, as you know, is talk about the resonance of the number of the episode, in this case 239, which reduces down to five, the Hierophant card. I am the teacher of universal law. This is the high priest kind of uh, exoteric energy, outward kind of masculine energy. The Hierophant card is about being the caretaker of spiritual knowledge, teaching others what you know, and awakening to a greater understanding of the world by paying attention to the details. Raphael, what card do you have? We have the angel number 53 of spiritual communication belonging to the principalities. This angel protects the high sciences, influences clergymen, teachers, magistrates, and men who work with the law. It is associated with the Archangel Raphael. And the affirmation goes, I teach myself to be at home anywhere, to be versatile and flexible. Angel qualities include spiritual communication, knowledge of abstract science and of philosophy, as well as mysticism. Well, we got two pretty resonant cards there. I mean, the Hierophant and this yeah. kind of um, teacher energy. Cherry, I'm wondering if there's anything that resonates on the front end for you. Uh, ramble about it if you want. If nothing, that's all good. Just wondering. Uh, in your card, Raphael, like of something with the teacher and the law and the home kind of body. But, um, yeah, I'm in lockdown at the moment. <laughs> and um, it's it's been quite a trip um emotionally and spiritually and yeah ego wise as well because it's last year i was essential and now i'm not so <laughs> really does make a um a difference when um yeah feeling into those moments of when you've had your yeah everything squeeze on you i suppose so going through it once again but it's it's beautiful no doubt and purposeful. I mean, as beautiful like popping a zit might be beautiful. Jesus, it's not always fun, right? It's like <laughs> oh, or a boil. Like, this sucks. So you're in Australia. I know. I mean, I was there a little over a year ago. Um, 
COVID has been obviously happening to us all. As far as where I live, I don't know about Rafael. We haven't talked in a while. I'm not on lockdown. People can choose to wear masks if they want. I guess there's Delta variants, quote unquote, going around. Rafael doesn't want to get triggered onto this conversation, clearly. But I'm curious, when they started getting militant you're, um, and where you're living, and what does lockdown like kind of look like? I mean, are you straight up told not to leave your house? Uh, not yet, but, um, we've got a 10 kilometer radius, um, that we're allowed to sort of, um, yeah, travel to. So obviously if you are an essential worker, you can go to and from work, but if you go out of your area, um, you get turned around by cops basically. Um, there also is, um, uh, yeah, they've shut down the trade, trading industry or the construction industry now, which they never did last time, which, uh, resulted in, um, yeah, a lot of angry men and transport. Uh, so there was a truck um, protest um, a couple of days ago on the Windsor, sorry, on the uh, Harbour Bridge, which uh, yeah, it just it spuns the biggest. There's men at the work, an Australian band, right? It's like these are men and not at <laughs> yeah, work, there is. and they're fucking pissed, right? <laughs> that's right. And can and- you tell me, Cherry, just briefly, if that's a video I had seen from Australia, some very strange military style drill in front of a supermarket telling people yeah you have 15 minutes to shop kind of like only look straight and people are like lined up in the parking lot getting instructions on how they're supposed to do their shopping i'm not sure if this was australia but somewhere in english oh wow i hadn't seen that one um no but we we, we've got the you know obviously the mass brainwashing propaganda um news media going hell for leather (laughs) on us all um and yeah there's been some i don't know viral videos going around the latest one for the shopping center is is that um if you see your neighbor at the shops um don't talk to them uh even if you're wearing a mask don't talk to them and it's just like mind-boggling of as to you know this day in mental health uh that they could literally say that shit to us and and, and think that we're going to um well i'm certainly not if i I see my neighbor i'm going to talk to them um yeah obey those kinds of stupid rules like i mean the idiocracy is just i mean it's look it's it's perfectly designed because i I, i'm really now seeing a lot of people actually um awaken from this you know they were staying silent before but now that they're you know the, the the blatant you know um stupidity of the media and everything um is just it's it's actually helping to, to, to wake others because well, point, they can like, see it that it's just Stockholm absolute syndrome, shit. Yeah. And it's like absurd, right? Oh, so, it's... I mean, I think there's a cognitive dissonance and people do mm. things whatever for a while, but then, I mean, that's the whole point of 1984. At some point he submits, you know, he breaks or whatever. He's like, oh my God, I love Big Brother. Um, but it's weird because it sounds like that's, uh, I don't know about big cities in America. I'm not, I've been out of it for a while and I've kind of chosen not to, I mean, for better or worse, um, I can't do much about some stuff, so I'm like not paying attention mm, to it. Yeah. Um, but it sounds pretty ratchet where you are. Uh, I mean, the kind of negative polarization of both of these cards. I mean, when when somebody's like, "I have the truth," and you're going to do, you know, the dogmatic kind of mm. authority, masculine authority, is very much uh, whether it's Jeff Bezos with a dick rocket or government's kind of fucking doing this stuff. It's it's weird. Um, it's not surprising in some way because we've had uh, S.J. Anderson, he's been on a few times and he's, uh, I don't know if he's Hellenistic or how to describe it, but he's not so into newer planets. Um, and he was talking, He we had an episode at one point talking about Aquarius, uh, Saturn's in Aquarius, 
um, right now. And how we all tend to think, oh, Age of Aquarius, we're all going to fucking, you know, eat ass and have hoverboards. And it's more possibly like, where's your ID chip? Don't cross the line or else, you know, whose team are you on <laughs> kind of stuff. There's a negative side to these things, too. And he was kind of talking about that. Um, anyway, I digress. I didn't mean to cut you off. So it sounds like you're in like a pinch, but it's not like, I mean, I just beat a game called the last of us too. It's not so apocalyptic that you're like, I mean, it's, it's getting there, but it's not there. If that makes sense. Well, yeah. I I mean, obviously as we know, these lockdowns are designed to sort of almost break us, I suppose, um, into submission, you know, and, um, uh, I, for one, I don't wear a mask. I never have. And, um, I was just telling Raphael, um, yesterday that uh at my place of business i work at a dealership and um uh it's around about what 150 people to 200 people i think um the, in the last two weeks i was um the, the police were being called in um and it, it was they had around about 35 complaints and it was just from someone not wearing a mask and um yeah, I'm the only one there that doesn't wear a mask. And I'm thinking, is this where we're coming to? The Karens it's, are um, coming out in full force. The Karens, sure. that's right. And uh, so I'm just like, oh, yeah. And I'm, I mean, my boss was just saying to me, he's like, why can't you just wear the mask? I said, no. I said, look, if you want me to talk to the cops, I'll talk to the cops. But, but I'm, yeah, you, I've got a medical exemption. There, You know, I've, I've done this, you know, for the last year. I said, come on, <laughs> it's okay. And right. I let the customers know as well. But, yeah, the, the polarisation, I suppose, is what I'm trying to get at is that, um, you know, the, the, you've obviously got the people that are waking up, you've got the people that are on the fence of, about it all as well, and then you've got your full-blown, you know, people living in fear and, and, and almost getting to that Karen style, you know. So it's it's almost this um, – uh, you can see well, the fear this is like collective – like it's contagious, you know, and that's – Well, so. it's – <laughs> it's a well, Tico, if, you, if you've ever heard of that, that, that mind virus that we're all experiencing. I was literally looking experiencing. up the book today. So you? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a weird it concept. So but it's like fascinating. Fucking, yeah. yeah. You want to talk about your understanding of that? I can Google it really quick and talk about it in a second. But uh, yeah. I think I'm friends with the author of a book <laughs> on Watiko. But yeah, Holy, talk about that yeah. for a second if you want. Oh, well, I mean, I, I find it fascinating. It is very much part of the, the shadow um, concept of uh, the collective psychosis that we all experience um, and, and therefore we all project out. And, and neither one of us is, you know, um, uh, excluded from it, you know. It, um, I mean, it is yeah, an, an ancient um, sort of a, um, I think it's a native Indian sort of um, uh, concept, um, but it, it's based in all sort of religions apparently. Um, even in the Bible, which they managed to sort of, you know, edit it out somehow. But it, um, yeah, it is a, a collective mind virus, um, a psychosis that we all experience. Um, and the way that we almost get taken over by it, you know, and um, the way that we dispel the Wetiko is, I think, um, is, is making light of it and noticing it and, and acknowledging it. And as soon as we do, you know, we, it, that it, it, um, it just it, it well, apparently dispels, but um, I don't know. There's so many layers to it. it. It sounds kind of scary sometimes, but once you get really into it, it actually is a lot more empowering because you know being able to see your own bullshit <laughs> and making your own you know um, darkness light um, within your own self, you can see it with everybody else, you know, and then understand and, um, and, and have that compassion for people of where they're at at that time. That's my kind of understanding you might have another <laughs> you're dead on no I'm, I'm definitely friends with this guy on facebook i'll have to get him on the podcast clearly um but he's got a book it's called dispelling with yeah. 
It's like there's a contagious psycho-spiritual disease of the soul. It kind of reminds me of old Georgie from Cloud Atlas or something. I mean, an apocalypse of the, like, fear, you know, is this issue. But they're talking, you know, it covertly operates through unconscious blind spots in the human psyche, rendering mm. people oblivious to their own madness and compelling them intact against their own, against their own best interest. That's I it. mean... The whole point of sin in a biblical sense is missing the mark. I mean, that's, I mean, we don't have to get theological about it, but it's like, it's the same idea where it's like, you know, your car can go in reverse at 40 miles an hour, but you're not really designed to do that. And some people are driving that way. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, we all can. So it's not like, oh, thank God. I mean, that's the pride is the kind of subtlest thing where it's like, I'm so clean and squeaky awesome. Like I, nothing touches me. It's like, that's already in. Like now you've kind of yeah. su- submitted to it. So it is a funny thing. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to get all religious about this, but like in Revelation and kind of certain, you know, apocalyptic texts, it's like, you know, in the end times or whatever, it's like good is bad and bad is good. like people who are like doing the right thing are going to be condemned, you know, um, people who are doing the wrong thing, um, which comes to mind right now is like that. Um, I forget his name, but uh, the guy who was trying to hijack the prices of uh, insulin a few years ago, um, like that's crazy, but like that was happening. So we're in this kind of like, it's not, I mean, maybe it's a pole shift, but it, it seems, uh, hmm. it's complicated. And I kind of want Raphael's opinion because he's got this Bashar's perspective, but it's like everybody's becoming aware of how insane the dream is. I think for a long time we had mm-hmm. like Age of Pisces is kind of like, whatever, we'll just float through it. Like whatever, drink soda and watch movies. And that's fine. But it's, I think now we're starting to get kind of serious about like, um, dealing with shadows whether they're internal and it's like shadow work or people are like you have this virus or you are that political party and then you know they're dealing Mm. with shadow as an externalization of themselves but i'm rambling you guys can pick it up wherever oh no you're right um i i think you know the more that where everyone is awakening um the more um evil we're necessarily seeing you know um within the world and of course our ourselves if you mean you know the, the brighter the light, the darker the shadows, you know, that are coming out, I think that um, it, it, it's necessary. It's it's absolutely necessary to have these, you know, um, like it hurts to look at it sometimes the, the, of how much this, you know, certain dystopia can go to. I mean, I, for one, um, you know, when we talk about social media, you know, I, I'm having trouble trying to um, – <clears throat> I suppose, uh, talk about my views without, you know, putting my own projections on there um, and, and probably uh, fueling that kind of mind virus in itself. So that's what I'm more sort of getting into now. This is a, a good time for me to, to, to really get myself grounded and, um, and and find out my own truths and, and really understand where my um, projection and you know, Watiko is coming from within me also. So when I do have that clear channel that I, I'm speaking from truth and from the heart and, um, and and not, you know, just out of fear like most people are doing right now, you know. So I don't know. Well, that's yeah, the hard Raph- part. We're neurologically wired. We have chemicals. Like fear is real. Um, but I think we're in some very pivotal time of human consciousness development, not to sound all woo, but I think like we can – the whole point kind of of the matrix trilogy, I don't know what the quad, you know, the fourth installment is going to do, but it's like, Oh shit. There's a, there's a artificial matrix, obviously. And Smith's kind of the, uh, demiurge or whatever of that world. 
and um or at least gatekeeping and then there's this zion thing and then at some point it turns into this the poles get shifted right where i guess out of a certain system so let's just say i don't have to give the whole recap but the point uh smith gets kicked out but he's not like he's he's a it's a third party um what am i trying to say if the imbalance is too great the imbalancing factor, yeah, also, but the imbalancing factor, I guess, at least in the Matrix case, is extinguished. No, Smith is defeated. No, in a sense, through perpetual like sacrifice, kind of like in Doctor Strange, where it's like, look, you're in a loop and you can't win, so you have to submit because now you're trapped in your own kind of machination. Um, it's just weird. I guess I'm curious, Raphael, because we haven't talked that much, like. I don't want to disengage so much that I don't know what's going on, but at some level, you know, Pandora's box kind of effect happens where it's like, I'm imbibing way too much information and I'm not processing certain things. And then certain things get stacked. I'm Cherry, You probably understand at some level because you're Gemini. Um, yeah. I'm wondering, cause, cause Cherry, when you weren't here, Raphael, Cherry was, and I were talking about like social media kind of, and like, I haven't been very active lately though. I still post memes and kind of do stuff, but not like I used to. And she's kind of hit a, not a lull, but like a kind of a new phase, I guess you could say. I don't want to speak for you, Jerry. Um, but it feels like, you know, Warriors of Light or whatever are where, like, it's like, a, how would I put it? On the one hand, attaching to drama and roles creates perpetuation. So it's like, yo, if I'm going to say I'm a, a light warrior, that means I have to have an enemy and I have to fight you. And that's where kind of, you know, never ending story of that Zoriastrian kind of thing goes. Um, but it's, but at another level, like in real, like in real talk, like we do have processes to go through. Um, it's like a perfect imperfection or whatever. So I'm kind of curious how you guys are dealing with disappointment, disillusionment, hope, um, expectation, engagement, like how, you know, it's very easy to become very distracted. I mean, in some way that is our magic in this time, like internet and memes and culture and all this stuff. But at the same time, these are gatekeeping for us and maybe part of the Watiko stuff. So I'm rambling, but I'm kind of curious where your guys' heads are at because for a few months there, I was just smoking weed and listening to Carolyn Tuesday soundtracks, which is a great anime on Netflix. If you guys want like American Idol on Mars, basically, um, and it's got really good music and uh, watching Star Trek, Deep Space Nine and stupid shit. But like, it's, I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm like kind of pulling a, uh, I mean, I don't want to be irresponsible and pull out one, you know, it's sometimes, I don't even know what to say. Leaders need to step up at times. Like it's Leo season. Like people need to like make stands. There's, it's good that like um, protests, I guess, are happening and people can voice their opinion. It's nice that you're at a, a job where you're at least able to, you know, you're not getting sacked for what you're doing. Um, but it seems also like engaging with things on their terms you don't rise above it i mean i think einstein said something like you can't solve a problem at that level so i feel like we're hitting a terminal velocity at a certain polarity level and we're punctuating through i just said a lot and maybe maybe made a little sense but how are you guys dealing with you know like a year a year ago and two years ago we were talking about some of the same stuff obviously um so how are you guys dealing with expectation attachment just life stuff and and how do you know you're not in a bardo? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like I'm trying to, I'm actually in a good place. Like I'm not really depressed right now, but I'm very realistic where I'm like, shit, I don't want to, hmm. 
tell people what to think and feel if they're not ready to even experience that. But I also, as a Gemini with Leo rising, am very out loud and vocal about the process. So it's this combination of like, don't do what I'm saying. I'm just having to express it. Whereas there's a lot of people who are like, this is the truth. This is the truth. South and Sag, like a lot of people are fighting over truth. And it's really not about that right now. It's North Node Gemini. It's about kind of like playing with options. So I'm wondering how you guys are playing with options, given how serious the times can feel. Okay, so just to tell us, let me tell you a story of Star Wars. Pull or, up a chair, kids. Or uh, the Orion Wars, and it's a similar story everywhere. You know, you have an uh, empire force, you have the opposition force, as I had mentioned many times. And eventually, a kind of priest or spiritual class develops out of the resistance, which is not fighting fire with fire anymore, but which is actually you know, integrating different viewpoints and through this kind of bridge building and increasing understanding, increasing consciousness is able to reunify society. And certainly there's quite a few, I would say, that previously may have even located themselves in a kind of a rebellion state that more and more are approaching these, let's say, this spiritual like the self... black patterning thing? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, also. Yeah. Where it's like fight fire with fire is not exactly. Keep going. But are now more approaching this spiritual self-understanding. And the best example I like is even from these huge demonstrations last year in Germany, who got quite heavily repressed and completely arbitrary and so on. And I was watching quite a few hours of those demonstrations. And you wouldn't believe, I would almost think that these are monks demonstrating there because they really get harassed and so on. And the worst thing that ever happens is that, you know, one of these fences or whatever falls over, like in Vienna. But aside from that, the demonstrators, from what I could see, those type of, in those like anti-corona measure demonstrations, people are pretty much never in a really aggressive mood or attacking anyone, which I also suspect would be what would be desired because then again, you can fight force with force. But just from what I could observe, from those type of manifestations, people were actually on a pretty advanced state. That's just my observation. I, yeah, I haven't gone to any demonstrations. Like being so far removed, from, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, basically. Um, it's a very small town in high up in the mountains. So, uh, but basically, just town, so like to point are. out that it's my impression that many individuals intuitively already are on that pathway and are not looking to smash anyone's head in, even if they are, you know, rightfully angry or whatever, but actually pretty well know how to deal with this and to simply remain peaceful, you know, because ultimately to change anything, I don't think you really ever need more than, how do you call it, uh, civil disobedience, peaceful non-compliance or whatever. And the whole thing falls apart anyhow, because the only thing that is uh, keeping it together is and has always been fear and nothing else. And the acronym for fear, as I know, is false evidence appearing real. So, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a um, quite a big um, protester here in Australia um, this weekend, which uh, uh, we've been kind of, you know, urged to, to, to go to. But um, for me, I, this is the one that I actually don't want to go to. Um, I, I mean, we've had several back in the past which were quite peaceful, as you said, Raf. Um, but then there, when they've been, when we've been in lockdown, like the strict lockdown, when you have a protest, it's that's the ones you see on the 
the news, the viral ones where all the police, you know, hold in and, and, and try to arrest people and stuff and it gets a little bit nasty. And even though it's peaceful, there are, you know, because they're breaking the rules, um, you know, that they, they, they get a little bit, um, you know, use, use of force. A little more intense. Yeah, but uh, look, I mean, I don't know. I, I've kind of I go back and forth of you know uh, wanting to do that to show my you know support and solidarity and, and you know to, to, to obviously to, to display to the, the rest of the world that you know we're not alone because at the moment it does feel quite alone when you're on that sort of outer end of um, and I don't want to say it's a social justice warrior kind of thing it, it, because I, I mean I don't identify with any sort of those sorts of labels but just more so of um you know just people you know knowing or you know we we support you we're there you know there are people um like-minded people out there that are experiencing what you are you know and you can speak up and I think that's just um you know how I work it um if if I do have the opportunity to 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 say something I suppose to someone for instance you know whether it be um at the shops or at um work or whatever you know I don't try to necessarily well I used to but I try not to now to enforce my opinions or um you know anything on them but more so put it into a a different perspective or, or speak my truth when it does come up um and and how I've try to best do that is you know in a more as I say grounded non-projecting way because otherwise it just everything just ends up kind of sounding conspiratorial tinfoil how not bag you know <laughs> you don't What's believe the irony, in it um, right? like, you don't ahead. believe in it sorry go well yeah, I no. mean Raphael knows that I've always been on the face <laughs> of a lot of things so like I'll go to work and I have a Sagittarius co-worker who, you know I'm talking to these kids or whatever and I'm like I'm not going to get the shot and all, I mean to me that seems reasonable um, but you, I can at least hear in the climate of the people who've gotten shots that they're equally unsure about stuff now because there's a whole lot of weirdness going on. I but thought it's perfectly choice, safe and so effective, like, is it not? <laughs> right. I don't, I mean, it might be mostly like, it's not like, you know, bodies in the streets, I don't think, but I think there's, oh, this is where I'm just like not paying attention. There yeah, is. See, maybe there's a shit there is. Look, I'll just tell you two very brief stories, which I'm not. I mean, I think even Cherry recently sent me this video and I've seen others where you can actually see that it appears, for example, with the Verse database, which is this, of course, only self-reported. I mean, I want to see individuals who make up these kind of stories, but all right. Um, and you see them going through the records and it appears that those records that were initially put in with death, later you look up the ID number and the record is expunged. So in this way, you can keep that statistic low of course people doing this research had screenshots before so again it's not just their invention there is some possibilities that there's other databases which already show more let's say close to 50,000 individuals actually death in very close proximity to this experimental gene therapy uh, treatment and also from my immediate uh, circle so not any internet whatever but immediate uh, one individual very good friend, uh, 40-year-old, dying of a heart attack one week after uh, aforementioned gene therapy. Another individual I had known personally, not seen for quite some time and had informed, but, you know, I was, you know, tinfoil hat, whatever, um, 
at least is now has come forward and mentioned publicly that the first shot had caused you know headaches that had gone on onto the second one and the second now had yielded a numb hand um, and the main issue here because generally pro-vaccination also in terms of the social media circle from what I could observe so the main issue here would have been now oh was it informed consent you know who was the doctor how to prove it back and now this individual becomes conscious of the fact that this was all deliberately designed very flimsily. So it's very hard to report any adverse effect. It's very hard. You couldn't even make out a signature of the first uh, vaccination because it's just whatever. And you have these mass sites where you wouldn't even be able to really trace back who was actually doing this, who would be responsible. And unfortunately, the really rude awakening may come is when individuals realize that by signing for this experimental gene therapy, they also practically have no legal recourse. So um, yeah, and the interesting thing there to observe was just that on that post and people commenting like, oh, it could be anything, it could be because you were stressed, that's why you have it, and still trying to explain it away, or even trying to denounce this individual experience, which I would consider anyhow truthful, but knowing that it would be a pro uh, therapy uh, stance would give it even more credence if there is anything critically voiced but still you have people coming up and like oh what you're saying is wrong or this taxi driver you spoke with you should probably report him because on the way to the second uh, injection the taxi driver apparently had mentioned yes some one of his friends already turned into a, an orphan basically because of that um so yeah i'm like I'm not exactly sure what to say anymore. Uh, all I'm really interested in now is really looking at this, not trying to ignore it away, because there is still a great chance that if people start looking at potential cures or other ways to reinforce the immune system or potentially even reverse any damaging effects that may occur as official side effects of this therapy, there may be a great chance for many individuals. But the question is if those individuals actually are interested in, in going there or would rather keep saying that anyone's experience is invalid or they're tinfoil headers because they experienced adverse effects. Yeah, you're right. I think um, you said something important there. We can't ignore it away. Um, I mean, showing... I'm trying. <laughs> I know, I really do. I I'd love to be able to live with the light there, Jim, too. Honestly, it's. Um, I've even... Yeah, I love a distraction. I, but what is the light for if not to illuminate the darkness? <laughs> uh, well, this know. is where I get tricked exactly out. It. So, uh, let me, um, and I don't want to cut you off, Jerry, so I'll finish your thought if no, you no, want. No, 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 go, go, go for it. So it's kind of like how I look at almost, I mean, I've been vegan for a while and I don't push that on people. Um, but clearly, like, if you smoke cigarettes and drink beer, like, you have health effects you know like it seems like not to be too dispassionate about it because i think what we need to be doing is standing in our truth calmly that's where it gets weird for me because it gets so heated so quick that i'm like i don't know the details and i don't really care and i've got other shit i'm worrying about like whatever which is selfish but i guess it's the only way i mean look i can't solve the world right now so it's like why try but i'm wondering how much you know um i'm reading this book called god i am um by Peter O'Arab, which my fiance has recommended. And it's pretty intense, you know, I think he's Australian actually, but it's pretty intense kind of 5D thinking, you know, stuff. But the idea is like, 
there's a season and a time, maybe personal astrology, maybe work karma, whatever, where like identification with polarity like that, like the mm-hmm. dance is more appropriate. But then at some point I feel like, look, if somebody really wants to drink hard liquor all day and smoke cigarettes and they're aware, you know, it's like, I'm at kind of at a point where it's like, if you want to take the shot, I think you're taking it into your hand. Like you always have the uh, autonomy to make free will choice, but it's like, I can't wipe your ass for you all like everybody. And it's like, I'm only worried about wiping my ass and there's like, how does one do that? Right. So I, I don't know. That's why I'm like almost apolitical about it at this point, because I think for a long time memes and people were getting very self-righteous mm-hmm. were, and I have memes saved where it's like, you know, oh my gosh, like it's an image of the, um, a Borg character from uh, Star Trek, the next generation be like, what? I want to pee with my microchip and all this stuff. And it, it us trying to cope with this cognitive dissonance and all this clenching yeah. down, like we're trying to make light of it, but it feels like it's going that way. It seems like your reality mm-hmm. is a little more tight. I mean, obviously cities, considering where things are, I think it could be way worse in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, like, that's for sure. Like, that's for sure. Like, thanks about, to about everyone Holy that shit. it's not that yes. bad as it could be, but yeah, for sure. Um, it's just, but now it's just like self-imposed issues, hells or what, you know, it's like if you chose to go down this route, it's your yeah. karma. And maybe this is the Dolores Cannon trip where it's like we're kind of weeding out and splitting realities. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that everybody has to go live in a fucking tiny home and do mushrooms all day or you're in the urban environment plugging into Elon Musk's satellite links or whatever. It's like it's not that stark, but we're starting to see Age of Aquarius kind of like groups, you know, certain people um, and places. Like I think the Foo Fighters are like, which I like them as a band generally. I'm not like obsessed with them, but they were like, no one can come to our Madison Square Garden concert without the vaccine and then one like, of them got COVID. <laughs> well i mean this is uh, it helps, so but, uh, it's, it's weird because it feels like we're coming to a part of the dream where our attachments were, are we're so i mean this is weird to say as a culture junkie but like elements of our reality and our culture if you eat candy corn all the time you're going to get a bad stomach and i think we've been eating a lot of certain things for a while and we're, some people are starting to get a bad stomach and then some people are like fuck it i'm doubling down i want to do this so i'm trying to Maintain I'm balance. Not, like, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> that's, well, that's I think is more aggressively counteracting f- what he perceives to be false information, right? Whereas I'm not even getting in the ring particularly. I'm like, yeah. I'm not an expert. I can't even, I don't, what is an expert? It's very north of the Gemini. I'm like, who's telling the truth? I don't know. Who's the Hierophant card? Nobody and, and, is the and, and arbiter you know of real truth. Fauci? No it's, way. And, and it probably doesn't even really, you know, you don't really care for it either. And that's great because it's not something that, I mean, I, I know that I've allowed myself to sort of get into this stage where I'm quite invested in it, but then also um, it's 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 it that can be a point of distraction as well. Just all this knowledge that I've accumulated, you know, whether it be you know in the truth or kind of keeping on top of that, or um, even when it comes to even the spiritual knowledge, um, like yourselves, like we 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 accumulate all this sort of stuff um, in our heads, and um, and what sort of timelines we i question myself sometimes you know that what timeline am i am i creating with all of this you know and am i actually using all these kinds of this knowledge for the betterment um you know for myself um am i, I mean, using it experiential it's like ego tripping in a weird way where people are like i have the facts mm. i mean it's south node sag and i'm not even it's not i'm not i'm not even accusing Raphael of being wrong because he's definitely been like watch this video check it out i've told you a million times he's coming from one side and then my brother's like <laughs> My fiance is a virologist. We know what's going on. What do you think this isn't real? I mean, it's just been so tense where I'm like, I mean, this is kind of, it's weird because it affects us all, but it's almost like worrying about North Korea or something. It's like, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, 
Well, the difference is North Korea is at your doorstep now. It's not anywhere distant. <laughs> Everybody is affected because understanding this or not determines whether or not you'll eventually be in a totally totalitarian health dictatorship. Because as long as you don't understand how health works for yourself, you will always defer to someone else, supposed expert. And then, well, now we have one and a half years of experimentation of or demonstration of how that looks like. And I know that's not going to remain my timeline for sure. It's necessary and it's a great lesson. But the responsibility for your own health, you know, um, I don't see how we can get around that if we wish to, you know, graduate in a sense. Well, that's kind of what I was saying. I feel like cultures hit a crescendo of free will kind of consumerism where uh, it's tricky. Like we've gone three steps forward. We might, and this does, I'm not like a retrogressive person, but it's like, mm, and this is hard for, uh, for me. It's like pulling back and and trying to figure, I mean, my mid heaven and North node are conjunct on my Venus and Taurus right now. So it's basically now in my life. And it feels like I'm starting to be like, what are my values? Like, and then there's certain things that we aren't told to value. Like, I mean, I drink a lot of water now, but like, and everybody knows to drink water, but you don't really, uh, or, or probiotics, like my gut, I've been doing a bunch of that lately. Um, just little maintenance things that really change the overall experience of the dream, but mm. then not to be like baiting your chest about it. Cause I think for a long time, people, it, it gets, one has to identify oneself to a counterpoint. I mean, the whole point is like Neo isn't a Smith. So that's why they can have a relationship in a weird way right but if you pull all the way back out it's like it's all one movie and i think we're kind of all getting at least intellectually i know rough i mean sometimes psychedelics help and all this but i think a lot of people are getting the unity consciousness thing and then it's a matter of how do you walk on water without saying this is how to do it fuck all y'all for not walking on water look how dumb you are or look how awesome i am for walking oh, on yeah. water i fucking figured it out yeah it's totally one movie and you know ultimately one could say you know all perspectives are valid unto themselves everything is just an experience then i would just say if you wish to have an overview of all the of the playing field of the potential roles then it's just about choosing a role you know and playing it to the best of your abilities because ultimately i stand by that idea you know nothing can ever really be destroyed or lost however still if i can choose it i would choose my immediate uh, surroundings and anyone actually on the whole planet not to unnecessarily get hurt or endanger themselves or be driven by fear into potentially really harmful behavior, you know, starting with running around with a mask all day or whatever it may be. And there's there's so many factors and to anyone really looking a bit deeper, it's so incredibly devious, you know, and still those that really want it, you know, I'm, I'm all happy for them or whatever, but even here I would rather wish them a really interesting transhumanist timeline, but with the technology that's being presented, I just really don't see it happening. It really just looks very, very grim. So I, it's a bit difficult for me to compute what individuals believe they would gain from that, or if not, most of them are really mostly driven by some very irrational fear and maybe subconscious, like Thanatos, uh, drive of self-destruction, which even in itself is nothing new at all, you know, alcoholism, whatever. It's just heavily accelerated, which can be a bit startling to observe. And it's turning into social kind of projected requirements. I mean, at one point it was like, who's going to take the shot? And now, I mean, I feel like people who have had the vaccine are like, whoever hasn't had it, you're holding up progress. We want to like move along. 
or whatever, right? There's this kind of which on a very pressure. simple level still makes absolutely no sense because if mm-hmm. the so-called therapy, uh, I call it, it's supposed properly called therapy, but you know, supposed vaccination, clot shot, clot. Oh my god, clot shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, which that if that is supposed to either make you immune, which is not proven, or at least as they always say, reduce the bad versions of it or something which also as i would understand is not really proven but whatever but if that really were the case then those that have undergone it would have absolutely no reason to demand from anyone else to participate in it and latest by here uh, any logic even established vaccination logic which i also have my huge issues with but even that is completely Mm -hmm. out of the window uh and i mean i don't know but tell me is this not cult-like behavior I'm not. 100%. I'm not forcing 100%. anyone to eat chilajit or something. I will tell them a hundred times. Well, he did but high I... pressure me to get it. Oh, oh totally. He's of like, course, I will. You're not giving me Dunkin' Donuts. And and with you and with you or with certain people, I'll do it because I really good friends. I really want them to benefit. So that's why I'm you know telling them. But I'm not gonna be angry at them if they don't participate. You know. So. So that's um, the hard part. See, okay, this is a good meta conversation. We can shift in this direction. How does one? not proselytize because the shadow of the two cards we had is like i have the truth listen to me or thus says the lord or whatever right how does one understand uh oh there was a mental image that came to mind now i'm totally spacing on it um uh let's fart in the wind it is what it is uh but we don't have to only talk about the virus we could talk about anything you guys want but it seems because i'm not even really paying attention to it but i've had covid quote unquote even my fiance and Raphael might argue that, but because uh, Haley's like, you actually just lowered your vibe to a place where you thought it was possible, blah, blah, blah. I mean, some new age thoughts. And I'm not even yeah. against that at all, but I'm also at a point where I don't want to be delusional. Yeah, don't be. Um, and then sorry to bring this up again, Jim. And it's so simple, you know, and this is what the whole German lawyer group called uh, Corona Ausschuss in English would be like the. Corona Committee of Germany with Dr. Rainer Fulmik, as English-speaking individuals like to say it. And even though he's not uh, as, you know, some would say extremist, as I would say, like with uh, Dr. Stefan Lanka, who actually redid the virology control experiments, where again, they had proven that you can take any of these samples and they will deteriorate over time because you put them outside of a living system. And what they did is they just put in whatever particle they claim is the causation for any certain disease. Then they look at the dish a few hours later and they say, oh, it's necrotic or it's distorted. Great. But the same sample where this agent was not included is equally distorted. Just to repeat that again. That's very basic. But the thing that this committee goes for is the so-called Drosten PCR test, which was specifically developed by the, let's say, the Fauci of Germany called Drosten. Mm -hmm. And by now they have, I can't tell you how many truckloads it would be of documents and information and experts and so on in very simple terms, uh, explaining you that this test is completely invalid. And even if we approach that, and even if we were to say, which I could in some ways go with, let's say there is some kind of disease or whatever, something dangerous, maybe, then at the very least, I need an exact and properly functioning diagnostic for it. And up to this day, this does not exist. And But it has to be made to appear as such, because otherwise you don't have legal precedent so that all the WHO and everyone can start ringing the alarm because officially they have positive cases. But if I have a test 
that has an immense amount of false positives, aside from the fact that, again, Carrie Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test himself said, this is not a diagnostic tool. And I'm sorry, that's even if I'm very scientifically minded, no new age, no frequency, whatever. I just really want to know if that exists or not, if I can properly test for it. And if I have this kind of evidence and I'm like, I'm sorry, this is uh, too flimsy for me. In a Schrodinger dream, how do you look for that? Like, I mean, if we start pulling back, well, you've done enough drugs and think broadly enough where it's like, if we're... You look it's, again. It seems it's, to me it's like simple if we just because like back off. Yeah, you can, you can back off, and I'm all for that. And you know, to anyone who doesn't want to, you know, watch those news every day, it's better for you, anyways. You know, just go to the forest or whatever, have a nice, ideally maskless, you know, meeting with your friends <laughs> or whatever, and just enjoy life. But what I want to say is to those that are willing to take a little bit of a closer look, and maybe Cherry, you want to comment on whatever you have come to understand. It's really not so hard to understand. It really is not. It is very basic science. It is basic experiments. And anyone willing to investigate or engage with those bad heretics and actually understand what kind of control experiments they did, again, for example, Dr. Stefan Lanka, you can Mm -hmm. logically understand this for yourself, that there is at the very least huge issues with that. And then if you want another marker, just look at all the companies that are completely indemnified, making immense amounts of money. And just 10 years ago, they already got fined for misleading information and whatever. And this mm. is all official. And I don't need any like special Johnson, whistleblower Johnson for this. Like Johnson or whatever. Yeah. That kind of stuff. yeah. yeah. And I'm not even yeah. going to start listing all the defectors or the uh, previously super high-renowned virologists that are now thrown into the into the can just because they're not, you know... Fauci, lie through my teeth, mm. bureaucrats, which also Karim Mullis had mentioned 30 years ago when he invited him to debate about AIDS. And mm. what he said is that, just briefly um, repeating this here, he said, so Mullis said, look, I really like humans, but the issue is, and this is what his words, yeah, the sheep, in a sense, or the population at large, uh, they are judging science. But the issue is science is being judged by people who do not properly understand it. And I wouldn't even say that they're not capable of understanding it, but they are not interested in looking deeply enough and looking at the differing views to apply their own logic to really come to their own independent conclusion. And because they're not willing to invest that, they defer to whoever appears to be the most popular or peer pressured uh, stream. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's the important part is that, 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 I mean, people don't want to um, invest the research in it because it hurts to look at, you know, and it, 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 I mean, even for me, it is life threatening because it challenges belief systems. Go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and, and and in a sense that that's the perfect um, uh, awakening tool for many, you know, to be able to look at this, you know, deep in the face uh, deep in the heart you know space and and go okay my whole life has been in a dream state here but we're being controlled you know and that enslavement um i mean uh, fortunately enough that you know we, we probably woke to that sort of you know realization you know whatever how many years ago but um this is now uh, being forced upon people so to, to 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 look at themselves to look at their lives and to look at their health and 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 maybe change in a way that they've never, you know, done before or what most are doing also as well is that they don't want to look at it. And so they, um, that, that, you know, think that the, 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 the jab is going to, you know, 
if I do do that, I'll, I'll go back to normal. Everything will go back to normal. And we'll, I could live my life. I could have my material possessions. And it's, it's, it's such a beautiful mindfuck. I mean, I don't even know where to begin, but I mean, that the, in the sense that the, the, I know with you, Jimmy, you're on a different um, level in itself because you've actually had it, you know. I mean, I thought I had it um, in 2019 before it all sort of hit. It was just the I don't ever get sick and I just had the worst possible fluid I've ever had in my life where, yeah, four days in bed, I couldn't, you know, couldn't eat, couldn't um, taste anything uh, to get the kids looked after and everything. And then um, I had like um, a chesty kind of a um, rattle in my chest for like six months afterwards. Anyway, I didn't die, which is, you know, that's, that's, that's flu and that hurts. Um, you think you get a diet at the time though. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to the jab in itself, I mean, that's um, for me the, uh, I suppose I've, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to manage my fear from that um, when I do hear of my friends family they're all getting it you know um and then you're just like what you know have we not spoken about this <laughs> you didn't you didn't listen to me but you know look at the end of the day that's their journey i hope to god that you know that their bodies are maybe intelligent enough that they can actually um transmute that um that virus um yeah all that sorry that that yeah antigen the mrna you there Oh, yeah. I'm just listening. Oh, sorry. I mean, I'm very libertarian about it, but I feel like you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I've been contrarian my whole life, so, like, I don't get flu shots. I, it feels like I've been going to a different beat of a different drum, and now everybody's mm. either on one side of the drum or the other, and I'm like, I don't even want to listen to that drum because I never respected it anyway, mm. generally. Um, like, I just – and maybe that's out of ignorance or laziness maybe or, or whatever, but my, my contention or other shit to worry about. <laughs> it's yeah. Selfish. Maybe maybe the thing that is that it is for me is I realized this long time ago when I was investigating HIV AIDS, which again, the same guy who back then gave overdosed ACT, which I think was Agent Orange or something super poisonous in large doses, also was Fauci. And basically to anyone who would take a look at the AIDS HIV story, they would see yeah. it's a very similar script to what's happening now. It's really not hard to understand. It's just a matter of looking at it. But maybe yeah. the issue I'm having or why I'm kind of um, I would like everyone to understand this in a bit more detail is because the actual result is that you are com- almost completely well, completely responsible for your own health. There is all kinds of factors that influence it, including, you know, exposure to electromagnetic frequencies, your diet, your mm-hmm. general mood, your attitude, whether you get sun, whether you have social connection, whether you experience touch, all of these things. But what there is not adequate proof for is any type of super dangerous thing that you can catch randomly by someone sneezing on you which and why is this so relevant because this would inherently make you afraid of associating with other individuals while at the same time we know we are very social uh, creatures so to say or consciousness and that's what we do and that's you know that's so anti-human in my view it's incredible it's incredible that's why I make an effort to hug people now. <laughs> no, I mean, even more so than ever, just for, for that reason, because it, that's how brilliantly um, designed this all is, is just that the divide and conquer of um, pinning people, neighbours, religions, you know, workplaces, just families, everyone, you know, um, with this with in separation of a difference of an opinion. And, and it really... Um, I don't know. It, 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 my, my job, my work has been to um, 
obviously because the, the jabs are coming a, a lot more around me, it, is to anchor the, my own um, judgment and my own, um, you know, fear that um, when people do obviously tell me, you know, that they've just had it or whatever, um, that I'm or virtual signal, you know, whatever, that I'm working towards um, compassion for, towards that instead of going straight to the, the pissed off anger, what the fuck do you do that, you know, for? Yeah, that's, it's, it's hard. Um, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's, 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 there's a purpose for all of this. And yeah, I suppose when it comes to lockdown, it really makes you work really harder and deep within your own self of, you know, what are we co-creating here? You know, what, what am I focusing on? What, I mean, and that, and I get why you say that, Jim, because it's, it's, it's something that it, you know, I get tired of listening to myself as well. Just like I don't want to hear the fucking, you know, all <laughs> what's going on and, and the Rona and life. You know, I do want to go back to, um, you know, just an easier sense of self and being, of, you know, where this world should or should not be. Oh, and it, I mean, it is what it is at the moment. Turning inward certainly is a very viable route because imagine everyone turned off TV and social media. There'd be no pandemic. Mm, there'd be, Guess what? That's right. Exactly it. And, um, yeah, but I think we're all at a peak at this moment, you know, um, and from going from, you know, looking the outside in, I, I think Australia at the moment is sort of six months behind um, the states of what you guys are experiencing. Um, um, well, from my understanding, um, you know, you had that, 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 that polarisation of, you know, the Karens and um, the mask wearing and the and the and the, the non-mask wearers and the jabs and um, so we're actually experiencing that now. Um, but the good thing about and what I love about the state is that you guys are just, you're pushing back hard, you know, now and, and even not even, you know, entertaining those ridiculousnesses of the, you know, passports and stuff like that. Whereas, well, you know. I'll tell you something that I haven't really made public ever for sure on the podcast. Only Haley and my brother know this, maybe my mom. But I learned my lesson with the election because, I wasn't going to vote right for a long time. And the mm. day of the election, uh, my brother, uh, basically I voted for Biden and I don't even like the guy. Like I, I was apolitical. I didn't want to Trump. Mm. I know Raphael's never heard this. This is shocking. <laughs> so I think I learned a lesson there where it's like, if it's not my monkey, why get involved? It's like, it's, Absolutely. Hard. it's, it's mm. like almost like hook the movie hook where kids are like Rufio or pan and they're running from one to the other. And I feel like, in a weird way, like in the valley, there's a battle, and then over there, there's some monks chanting in Tibet or whatever, and everybody's kind of attracted to what they need to be experiencing. So, and I'm not saying I'm better, it's not that at all. I just like, in some weird way, I'm like, I'm not really, even though I had this shit, like this potentially this virus, um, I'm kind of at a point where it's like, I, if I, if I go down to the chessboard in a certain way, I'm going to be compelled to make moves and there's like a certain way of operating with these things, these dynamics of polarization. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole point of the third way where it's just like, uh, and it looks different for everybody. This is why people's astrology matters and gene keys and all this shit. Mm -hmm. But, um, what I'm trying to do, cause as soon as I stop smoking, weed and drinking, I'm like, Holy shit, I'm an asshole. Like at work, I'm like, I am me. <laughs> if I really, I mean, I already knew this. I have South node conjunct. Saturn and Scorpio. So it's like, I could be a real bitch, but, um, it's, it, but it's, it's very real to me where I'm like, Oh, there's parts of me that are real. And then I can't just like be like, well, love and light this. 
I, you have to kind of accept these things, but how do you accept the black dog or the white, you know, white and black wolf without like overfeeding one? I'm rambling. Well, um, the I sim guess... one simple idea is you can only change it if you own it. And it's never been about mm. love and lighting anything away, but illuminating the mm. darkness, contemplating whatever, mm. you know, objects or belief systems you find. And then just considering for yourself whether those are some you want to hold on to or change it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. And it's a and not avoiding. Yeah. It's, 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 it's basically, well, for me, I, I don't understand, Jim, what you're saying. Like, I mean, the, the balance of walking, you know, your, your, to your true self. Well, with the Biden that's, thing, that's... I got involved and I didn't feel happy. Like, my brother's not happy that I voted for him. He's not any happier or, you know, we're not like, yay, we're brothers. And mm -hmm. I'm not happy. I feel like I kind of sold my soul at that level. I'm like, well, shit. I don't think it really mattered in some way, boy, because it did. I mean, maybe I'm just telling myself that, but um, oh, it was all like, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think my vote got the guy in, but I'm like, I never liked him, but I really didn't like Trump. But I'm, I mean, I was at a point where it's like, mm. I don't know, but I learned the lesson through capitulation, basically, is what I'm saying. It's like, that's not. I don't feel any better about myself having made a decision. So in some weird way, not deciding. I it, Rush has a song. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. I'm almost on that wave where I'm like, I don't know. Like, Rafael has very compelling evidence as to why this is a whole mind fucking in a way and take over this, that, and the other. And I think having had the thing, I have compassion for people who are experiencing this stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, humans suffer and we have to evolve and, you know, Darwinian kind of stuff. But Rafael doesn't like the Darwinian thinking. But uh, so, like, evolution's weird. And Jim, it's I'm sorry. Once again, I have to I have to give it back to the PCR testing. Because this is where the whole issue, you know, starts and stops. I have compassion to mm -hmm. anyone feeling sick or detoxing for any reason, you know. Mm -hmm. But the issue again is if I have a faulty test, that's you. You cannot even prove that you've actually had this thing. All you have is a is a non-specific test that shows positive, and that's well, again. I didn't get tested. My all my family members basically tested very positive, so I was like, I presume I have. Yeah, this still, but then again, days. if you were to understand what the PCR test does and look closer, then you would understand how flimsy the data is. And as usual with, I almost want to say satanic confusion, you know, it's all about switching around the words and uh, using the same word for all kinds of things. You have coronavirus, COVID, whatever the, who knows, yeah. Um, but people ultimately don't know what they're talking about, simply trust whatever's printed on the paper and don't even really understand the methodology of how that came about. And uh, right, so that separation yeah. from basically the tit of culture is where we're kind of at. That's kind of what I'm saying. It feels like we're all kind of in that movie that I've never seen a lot. Um, they live or whatever. And a lot of people obviously are like, oh my God, media is controlling me. But it's in some meta way, it's like what's not controlled, what's not dynamic polarity exists i mean that gets to the yin yang but it's one symbol this is why it's been hard for me because it's like i can think pretty hard and focused on things but i see the equal opposite point and it just never settles for me so instead of just kind of spinning Gemini. both wheels i'm like <laughs> all right you know what i'm just gonna take a chill pill and focus on star trek and uh like what i was saying earlier i was like just drinking and smoking and listening to carol on tuesday which is great music and watching or listening to tears for fears albums Really good shit, by the way. Some of the best albums ever. But um, yeah, but that's, it's a cop out. But then sometimes I'm wondering if it's the responsible thing for the monk to just go to the fucking ashram and not get involved with Hannibal's invasion or not. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's weird. It feels like I'm being ascribed karma that I don't even want to be involved with, basically. That's an interesting perspective. So I'd let you reply too, Cherry. But my view so far of this would be there is a time 
and everyone i think may allow themselves plenty of time you know to withdraw because usually that's what pe many are not capable of and then they get depressed where they are forced to withdraw and look within themselves right um and then ultimately at least when one has found in some way shape or form one's own values or convictions or even seeing it very neutrally just the role you want to play because again i can in some very strange way very well understand even all those demon lords you know like fauci gates and these are just the public ones right and it's they're it's, playing the game how they want exactly play. and they're playing it hardcore and they fulfill their roles most excellently yeah even though for example in the spars document spars one of the other let's say pandemic exercises it was already predicted that those main individuals would eventually get canned you know i don't exactly know what the next uh, play is gonna be um but yeah, so I can kind of understand they're playing their role and that's great. But then again, I would just ask, especially if one is aware that in a sense, you know, you can be anything you want to be in this game now, even understanding nothing can really be lost and nothing ultimately really can be destroyed. So it's not uh, even the high stakes in a sense are a dramatized self-imposed uh, uh, way just to make it interesting. But even within that, then just ask, okay, I see the playing field, I see the roles, what is my role, what do I feel most attracted to, what is the game I want to play. And here, at least for me in this life, I'm always saying, I made my choices some time ago, I would say, and that just brings, you know, certain things with it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if you can choose really not to participate, probably as long as you hear you do participate in some way. Well, I and mean, I got the fucking... I was sick, so I participated, right, or whatever. I don't know if I ever spread that. I didn't. So in some weird way, I'm just like, wow, this is weird. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna remain it's door. It's gonna it's remain door. very weird as long as people still hinge on germ theory. And again, there's a reason why it's called germ theory because it's never been proven. And there have been experiments doing everything you can, you know, injecting someone's snot into you or whatever to infect you, and it never worked. Well, guess why? And that's, the, again, to point it out once again, the main issue I'm having here is that if the causality of a dis-ease or an imbalance in the system is misattributed, it will not help individuals You're in the future at it. all yeah. to find the actual, let's say, real factors or cumulative causation agents to really mm. improve their health and frequency. And in a way, anyhow, whatever, because, again, unfortunately, in my estimate, unless people really take charge... Those that go on with this, you know, one shot, two shot, probably in six months, another one. And now they even made it public, their plans, you know, like, oh, we're going to do it every year or now every month or something. Um, yeah, yeah, they're saying in America, kids should, whether you have vaccination or not, wear the mask. I mean, we're changing social conditions. And it's so I'm effective. Wow. But it's weird because this is where I get confused. It's like, do I have a Hamilton moment and stand up for what I believe is truth? Or is that like fighting you know black league patterning is that like fighting fire with fire and kind of playing a social justice warrior when i shouldn't no, it's, be it's i would say it's really it's in a sense you know and this is for everyone themselves and no matter what opinion one may have also listening to this uh just standing in your own truth ideally in a balanced way and if one wants to pos uh, polarize positively one also wouldn't feel to need to push it on anyone and i may even get emotional or whatever about this a bit just because i see it's so relevant and i've See, health is a very high value for me, and I wish everyone to be healthy. Um, 
But like I said, that doesn't mean that I would feel anyone needs to comply. The issue I'm more seeing, especially in this highly accelerated space, I honestly don't see how individuals can survive for a longer time in good health if they continue to participate in these things and defer authority in this very... In German, it's called fahrlässig. I'm not sure how to say this. Um, uh, In an irresponsible manner, in a sense. Um, I just really... And then in the end result would be that, yeah, I mean, it's it looks really grim, honestly. Again, like I said, so that's why I'm like... like I can't even travel to go find the others right now. That's, that's why I'm like, oh, fuck up. I was like, let's all go to Costa Rica. Sure. Oh, yeah, but again, what does this... Yeah, but what does this depend on again? If another framework of understanding was established, again, you know, reinvestigating gem theory, all of this would completely fall apart. And it already did so many times logically and the rules never made sense because it's much more about a North Korean communist style confusion inflicting random uh, restrictions and so on simply to break down the human psyche. It's nothing else. And this can be proven, you know, from so many layers and has criticism on so many psychological legal levels and so on. But again, if anyone were to look at the basis of the biological factor, then even here one could say, okay, this is complete nonsense, you know? Um, well, what it kind of reminds me of is religious fundamental, like, to quote terrorism, Islamic terrorism, where it's like, I don't give a shit about jihads, but you're giving a shit has directly affected me. This is the libertarian thing, right? So it's like, I'm not even participating with this stuff, and yet it's stratifying to a place right. where there's things I might not be able to do, but I'm not even trying to play that game. Exactly. But guess what? I'm directly affected. So it's, that's why it's so, and frustration is my not self theme and gene keys. Um, I'm a whatever I am, but, um, yeah, I'm Do you know, like, I get sucks. what you're saying because I, I look, I, I'm under the, the guise where I, I, I work with what's presented. I don't go out there looking for trouble in a sense of, you know, uh, that sort of justice warrior, so to speak, you know, but if it's, if it's, if it's there, I'm, I'm going to, to deal with it and not ignore it, not run away. You know what I mean? And, um, I think that's where a lot of us are in this sort of tipping point at the moment as to, as to what can we do or what should we do. Like, you know, we're, 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 we work with all this, what we know, the possibilities that could happen. You are um, a Leo moon with Mars and Aries. So I was like, my Mars is in Cancer. I'm a bitch. I'm and on the side and I was about oh, to no. say, I mean, Jim, give me your point of view, but my son and Mars and Mercury is in Libra, you know, and even I'm not shying away, shying away from conflict. Well, you do have a Libra moon. <laughs> I mean, a Leo moon, I think, first house. So yeah. I, I think you're willing to fight for what you're passionate about, Raphael. Yes. But at some, in some way, you're the caterpillar smoking, fucking on a mushroom in Alice Island. <laughs> but in another way, you're also like, you know, and I'm not even judging you. In some, uh, It's been clear since this whole thing, like you have a perspective that you're for. Let's put it that way. I, like, I, don't, I don't think you're ever going to be like, maybe Fauci's right. Like, whereas I'm like, I've really never known. I've been, I mean, I just did, I mean, in some weird way, I'm like, Holy shit, I can see this whole machine working for, you know, Babylon is trying to survive. So I see the logic of the whole machine doing its thing, but at the same time... Yeah, the question anyway, is, have, you looked, have you looked at the cogwheels? <laughs> That's kind of what I'm pointing at, because I see what you're saying. I agree. And no, probably in this life, I would never say Fauci is maybe right, because I simply know too much. If you've investigated too many parts of the machine, you know, through books, through knowing individuals, you know, seeing different well-researched presentations, applying your own logic, understanding different experiments, then, and and that's the thing, because if there is a different background in terms of your knowledge, you cannot be so easily confused anymore. 
And that's maybe why I'm harping on this, because it is foundational ultimately, because otherwise I can still be swayed and oh, maybe this happened, maybe that. But if I understand the real cogwheels and the processes, I can trace it back and I can see, does that make sense? Does this produce valid information or not? And of course, especially now, we are also in the last throes of Pisces. Also, these terms like self-responsibility, scientific evidence, scientific method and so on have been completely abused. So I can understand to anyone joining late into that game or some details of certain, you know, like biology and so on, especially now it's incredibly confusing for sure. But it doesn't mean that the information isn't out there and that anyone who really wants to know can just take a look, compare, apply their own logic, not be biased up front, because I didn't know about PCR tests initially. I didn't know when I was born or whatever that HIV AIDS is a huge scam. But there's way, you know, there's information there, then you make up your own mind and then you just see what's more logical. That's also why I'm keep harping, for example, on the universal laws by Bashar, even though even here, I may not agree with everything he's ever said or whatever, which is not the point, but about getting a basic framework that actually checks out and not something like with germ theory, we have to adjust left and right and everyone's so confused that whoever has the most authority can make up anything they want because they just rely on everyone else uh, not really taking a close look. Uh, just like, just because I recently saw this, I think Rand Paul interviewing Fauci in the Congress or something. And Rand Paul kind of saying, look here and here, you were supporting gain of function research and whatever. And Fauci just getting really upset, like, you have no clue what you're talking about. And then saying it's molecularly impossible, you know, when again, Carrie Mullis, Nobel laureate, 20, 30 years ago, already said that Fauci literally doesn't know anything. He's just a bureaucrat and he's definitely not in it for the well-being of the world's population. Although I don't know what his definition of that is. So, you know, again, I, I don't think know. that's one of the maybe the harder parts of going into the age of Aquarius is like we're all connected and you can't not be. Like Pisces is like, I'm going to go on my own trip. I'm going to go in my cave and be my own. You know, it's like it's a very isolating kind of thing at a level and maybe self-sacrificial and a martyrdom Jesus on the cross thing. But it seems like we're shifting into a place where it's like, uh, like I just said, I just played The Last of Us 2, which is kind of a zombie apocalypse thing. And it's like you either are infected or you're not. Like it, it, we're, we're getting into places where um, you're being conscripted into a spiritual battle, whether you know it or not. That's just how it feels. And I'm like, I didn't want to fucking... I don't want to do this. I had I want to travel and trip and I didn't, you know, a year ago. I was yeah, but even here, I will ask you in a sense, what would you say? And in a sense, in many ways, I agree with you as well. But what is the road that leads to that reality is my question as well, you know, and does not, not sure. does it not include understanding if and how diseases actually work so that arbitrary lockdowns for health reasons cannot be established anymore. That's another reason why I'm harping on this, because otherwise, you know, no festivals ever again for anyone, even though there have been huge demonstrations, festivals and so on. And miraculously, nobody got sick, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, anyone who is still able to glue that together logically with all these contradictory ideas within germ theory, I applaud you, truly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then also, I'm not surprised if people are, you know, feel stressed and so on, because it simply doesn't make sense. And guess why? Because it doesn't make sense. <laughs>
No, you're right. And, and as I said before, like with all this information that we know of, um, you know, whether someone knows more than another person, you know, about this and germs and whatever that, you know, is going on in the world, it's, it's for my purpose it, um, or growth, it, it's, it's, it's how I respond to it all as well um, and how I transmute it into my own body um, because if I'm just, you know, collecting all this kind of information in my head and everything and not actually, um, you know, working through it. Um, so, for instance, just before lockdown here, I, I was on this, you know, big, massive you know, information kind of everything was just getting, you know, exposed, you know, that all, all the, the Fauci stuff and all of the, you know, things happening here in Australia as well. And it was like that, you know, I, I could feel it in the collective that it was I, getting higher and higher. Have you watched the Friendly Geordie situation, by the way? <laughs> I'm aware of that. Uh, friendly Geordies, I want to get that guy on the fucking podcast. Anyway, it's like Australia's going through its own little sitch right now, clearly. Yeah, and um, yeah. So, but what what happened to me when I went into lockdown on the Monday is that um, my whole body started to collapse. Like, um, I woke up and um, my fingers, um, I lost all my motor fine motor skills in my fingers. I couldn't, you know, swirl a tweet, teaspoon, push a button. Um, I couldn't hold a coffee cup properly, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Like, I, I, I actually even went to the point of like, shit, have I got MS or something like that? It was almost to this neurological kind of um, uh, uh, prison of some sort. I, I was like, never happened to me before. Anyway, after that night, they start, the feelings started to come back into my, um, my fingers again. But it, it, I basically had to stay in bed all day. And for me, that's not usual <laughs> at all. But it was my stress, I suppose, and all of that, you know, what was going around me and all of that, you know, uh, uh, what's happening in the world or with my own journey, my own work and everything that my body wasn't, it was, it was catching up basically. And that's how it did it. And I think that's part of the somatic, um, uh, work that we, you know, all need to do is to, you know, to that, and that connection with the heart, the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit, you know, if you if you, if you start to deny you know the other one and I'm perfect at doing that when it, especially when it comes to the body because I've got such a a big high pain threshold that I I, I just push it to ridiculousness because I think I can um that yeah this is what happens and that was a a, a good ass warning for me to just really slow down and 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 and, and um I suppose be grateful and yeah ca- let my body catch up yeah it seems but, the body's uh, the like final arbiter it's like if you can't i mean whatever is going on in the mind obviously manifesting the body it's not horrible i guess what mm. is happening for me it feels like and Raphael, some of our first podcasts were like what is authority who do we trust how do we know what's true like that kind of questioning and i mean this is mm. obvious but it's like very different between saying this intellectually and like being like fuck i guess i gotta go and it's like no government no political party no concert festival nothing is gonna be the source of your joy or peace or anything indeed and i'm guess that's what i'm realizing now it's like i mean i was maintaining my personality at a certain level and not being an asshole but and now that i'm not smoking like wow i'm a super touchy bitch when i you know i'm so aggro and like passive aggressive mars and cancer stuff um but now i'm like sober enough to see that and work with it um So I don't know. This shadow. is an opportunity. Yeah. This whole thing is an opportunity. But my God, it's like summer school meets like not fun. I mean, it's just very restrictive and a lot of stuff. Hopefully, when South Node moves out of Sag, uh, maybe we could travel again or something. But 
I mean, See, I've had to make peace, Jeremy. up on normal. It's like, I don't know what that That's will ever it. look like again. I've had to give up on that, that, that thought process of, you know, last year that was a, it was a beautiful surrendering moment for me just to say, okay, guess what? I'm not going to be fucking traveling. If they're doing this, you know, vaccine passport thing, that's it. Uh, that, that's it for me, you know. I had to make peace with not traveling anywhere. And also, yeah, just being at peace sometimes, particularly in these shit, you know, dire straits moments, like that sort of, you know, surrendering to, it doesn't mean you're accepting um, what's going on around you. It's just that this is what it is right now and it helps you to kind of, you know, well, this is how I do it. You know, I, I go dark and I go to this acceptance, surrendering place, and then it allows me to shift and go through to a new, you know, perspective or a new um, uh, way of doing things. You know, rather than just being lost in that, those moments of, you know, and thinking that I need to get out somewhere. You know, so being getting uncomfortable with the sorry getting comfortable with the uncomfortable um so to speak so because if i keep on thinking that my life will be better once i get a new job or you know a new car and you if i go to travel or if i'm trying to get away from this place where i am at the moment you know, I, i'm forever chasing that shit you know and that's where we get on back on the hamster wheel of you know that matrix lifestyle of you know and things will just keep on poking back at me if I keep on doing that. So, yeah, the acceptance and surrendering to to all that is at the moment is it, that's been my work. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. A lot more subconsciously by culture to expect certain things, and I think we're not getting them. And that's the I mean, there's a major frustration at that point. Like we all assume. I mean, freedom of travel was something that for maybe in the world war two era they weren't doing but it's like generally speaking we kind of did what we want for the past many decades and Mm -hmm. to have that just kind of pulled away is i mean it's it's weird but um there's actually an interesting star trek episode deep space nine episode where there's this like colony of people they landed there but it was actually sabotaged land there by this like philosophical kind of space marxist whatever lady and it's weird because You know, necessity is the mother of invention. So I guess there's going to be social revolutions and maybe technology and black market fucking cards and all. There's going to be all sorts of new adaptations to the game as it plays. But I guess um, even more recently, it's like, and I'm going to be tripping in a few days. uh, So that'll be interesting to see how that works. But it's like, I feel like I was investing my hope in a certain kind of new age thing. And it's not that it's not going to come about, but it's definitely not coming about how I expected. Not that I had many in expectations to begin with. So I think that's disillusionment is a very difficult pill. um, But it's kind of where I'm at where like, like I love Raphael and and believe, trust me, he's definitely well read and stuff. Um, but I'm almost like, I don't care. Like, I'm just like rubbed raw where I'm like, I don't want to think about human anatomy or virology or anything ever again. Like, where's the water slide? Um, so, yeah. It, um, well, let me just point out well, one thing yeah, then here. <laughs> You're good. Just briefly, um, maybe I had mentioned Yuri Bezmenov. Terry may be familiar with it. Everyone go check out Yuri Bezmenov lectures. He was a KGB defector and explained communist propaganda tactics. And one of the vital steps is demoralization. Because a demoralized individual, literally, as I understand, is not even really capable anymore of making up their own minds. 
and True. it is relevant i just to... want to say there's a bible verse it's like you know you can have a broken body you can have a fucking you know emotional crushing experience but it's like a broken spirit who can fucking ex you you know if you break the spirit you're fucked basically even the bible's like don't do that yeah so let me just point that out without anything further and just because you mentioned the bible for some reason i pulled up and i'm really no bible scholar but i thought of this um hosea 4 6 which says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Yeah, but mainly my people Happy. are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole point. I mean, on the cross, it's like they don't know what they're doing. Buddha's like, holy shit, ignorance is the issue. It's weird because I feel like, and maybe this is a Watiko thing, but it's like the price of admission for peace in, in an insane world is capitulation at some level. And I'm kind of getting over that, but there's no out. I don't see Operation fucking Project Bluebeam or real aliens coming. I don't see like, you know, to me, it just feels like, um, you know, in movies when like, like a villain is strangling somebody, it's like, it's really violent resistance at first, maybe. And then at some point, they're kind of just like limp. And it's like, and then they're dead. It feels like we're maybe going in that direction. And it's like you were saying, Rafael, like you're like, this doesn't, this looks dire. I'm like, I haven't really thought about it. But because if I start projecting forward and having expectations, it disorients me to the point where I'm like reaching for things that I can't even get at. So it's like being in timeout. And I mean, this is obvious. But it's like, you know, think about what you've done kind of thing. Timeout. And it's like, shit. I was living a very self-indulgent, perpetually kind of uh, certain life. And and that's human and it's fine, but it's like that isn't going to work anymore. Like, I, I mean, I would love to have festivals and like, you know, drugs and all this well, kind of stuff. It's like, let me just ask you, where is the not... line for you between capitulation? I mean, one thing is acceptance and capitulation to me. I mean, even has the couple, Taking which the is the brain. Capitulation. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but here, even here, I mean... But Again, I can't be like, oh, you've got the vax. Because so, even this is where it gets funny. Where Okay, for a long time, I was like, take the vax. People who don't take the vax are going to be, you know, there's this whole air of who's infectable and who's not. And now it's at this point where it's almost like, uh, I'm sure there were holdouts with cars or something. And they're like, well, I ride bikes. And it's like, at some point, it was just much harder to ride a bike. Or so, you know what I mean? It's like the world was not structured for you. Like it shifted. I feel like people who are trying to like be like live, you know, peaceful plant eaters and do all that shit. It's not even available as an option. It's like pick a side. I mean, it's very age of Aquarius. So I'm not ever going to fully capitulate. Well, like, being even... a peaceful plant eater in a way can be picking a side. I would say very much so. Especially again, considering that unfortunately, in my assessment, individuals who engage in this gene therapy are not exactly strengthening their overall capacities. Honestly, I see the potential for a timeline where potentially quite a few will leave and those that will remain and actually be capable will be those that have taken care of their own health and uh, will also be those that have the spiritual capacity, mental and physical, to actually rebuild a society. So even again, assuming this is all a big game within the one creator, which I very much would feel that it is, I'm still not going to give any points uh, away, you know, and I'm definitely not going to vacate the planet. And especially because one could see those grim futures, but at the same time, you know, crisis opportunity, right? 
it certainly has never been a better time to actually, you know, organize. Also, because of this unfortunate or necessary separation, you can also much more easily see who you can actually collaborate with, who actually does take care of their health, because even systemically, collectively speaking, is it really viable and sustainable to be in a society where no one has any clue about their health? Because all you're going to do, just as we're already doing, is, uh, you know, everyone can be an elder care worker or something. I mean, that's not what I came here for. And it's also not necessary if we know how to deal with it. So again, I would say that there is great opportunity also for very positive developments. And of, but of course, this all depends on individuals' choices and organizing. One very simple example is in Austria, it's not so far yet, but there have already been talks, maybe want to limit going to the supermarket. So what happened the past years is these food co-ops, you know, gained a lot of strength. And uh, because of economic reasons, legal reasons, even agricultural reasons, and that can be a very positive and sustainable development, which anyhow would have been necessary a long time ago, but which may get positively accelerated. And probably there will be those who will be say who will say, oh, sign me up first for the chip in my arm so I can go shopping again. But there'll be at least enough, again, potentially quite capable individuals who will simply say no, you know, just like Nancy Reagan said, just say no. And they will collaborate, communicate and form a different kind of society. And again, unfortunately, it hasn't even been proven yet to me, at least, that gene therapy individuals can even bear children. So, yeah, I don't know where the dead end is here now, but I don't think it's for those that, you know, actually choose to be self-responsible and uh, conscious. Yeah, that's some good points, Sarah. Um yeah, I have thought about those possibilities of, yeah, uh, the separations in society. I mean, that's the ultimate probably goal, isn't it, you know, when it comes to this identification chip or whatever it is. Uh, look, I don't know whether oh, – I don't want to say it's not my timeline because I know that's the possibility, but I think I'm more or less, you know, want to identify with the world that I want to create, you know, and for my purpose, I, I think, you know, it's the connection, the divine as well, that, that helps me do that, you know. Uh, but when it comes to all the other stuff, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I, I can't, I try not to get myself trapped into this kind of victim blame consciousness, which is, you know, very much of the matrix frequency. And if I can identify what's going on with around, you know, these, these kinds of outside forces that are, you know, inflicting, not inflicting, but, you know, that are, have this agenda of that particular future that you were talking about. I don't know. I think I just have to be able to, um, look at it obviously to see what it is but yeah stand in my power and my truth because this is that we're not there yet you know what I mean it hasn't happened I mean I've got a girlfriend who's had all of her family vaxxed even her two young kids that you know in North Carolina they made it you know to the, the age 12 or something like that and they went out without her permission uh so for her you know she was in this absolute victim sort of you know mindset of uh, like all, everyone around me that I love is going to die. We don't know for sure that yet, do we? I mean, yeah, we've read all the stories. We've, 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 you know, we've 
looked at the research and, I mean, there, there's a possibility of these people, yeah, not being able to bear children or not being able to survive the next, you know, um, bout of Rona virus that comes along. But we don't know, you know, and that's another thing that I have to kind of, um, for my own personal journey is to, to, to connect with um, just to, keep here and in the now and in this present moment of, you know, and not get dipped too far into that future um, dystopia timeline. Even in the Bible, um, oh no, that's like, don't worry about tomorrow because you can't control that shit. And in a weird way, I think that's been, I mean, Chiron was in Aries, it's in retrograde now, but for the past year it's been a whole lot of like, oh my God, my freedom, my expression, me, I'm in trouble. Um, I have issues with trust. You wouldn't think it because I'm pretty easygoing, but it's like, I don't, I mean, I'm a Christian and I'm always like, what is God? What is going on? What the fuck? Um, so I think in some way this is a matter because uh, in the God I Am book, which I've had issue with at times because it's triggering some programming I've had, but it's like, it's counterintuitive and the ego doesn't want you to do this, but it's like relaxing and trusting is the, is the only way. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, and it, what's hard for me is the the knowledge of the nature of paradox. So it's like, you know, expansion and contraction exist simultaneously. So it's like not just about like letting God and, you know, oming out forever. But it's like, I think, I think we've been conditioned through media, school, culture, all these things, uh, especially Western things. It's like, I'm going to go get this. I'm going to like me, I'm going to solve this. I think we kind of have to step back. Uh, Raphael's good at this. But I've been less good. That's why I've ha enjoyed having all these conversations where it's like, Sometimes you just have to be in the present and accept things as they are. And that's when you know what to do. Like the key maker in the matrix wasn't something they were expecting. If they were like, we got to, you know, it gets kind of a random event and it's a pivotal moment. And that's the only way they can even get to Zion and all this shit. It's like critical, but at the same time, it's very peripheral simultaneously. It's like circumstances created a situation in which the key maker meets Neo and all this shit. So it's like, but if I'm sitting there, if Neo was just sitting there go all day going, where's the keymaker? Where's the keymaker? Where's the... It's like he wouldn't be functioning. So it's like this weird paradox between like projective and um, reversing, like looking in the past and the future to understand the present, but at the same time knowing that it's really, I mean, this is why you, this is why it's probably there's a podcast because it's like I have such cognitive dissonance where I'm like, holy shit, it's all an illusion and yet it's so real. How do I dwell well with those kind of boundaries? Um. But yeah, trusting is kind of the point. And I think this is, I haven't done a good job of it. And I'm not, I mean, I think at this point, I'm trying consciously to do it as opposed to just being like naively hopeful. I think that, I think my naivete has kind of been shuttered over the past year for a long, you know, for years, 2012, 2013, I was doing psychedelics, kind of isolated, doing my own thing and creating a certain momentum of personal reality. But now, like, and then obviously once COVID popped, it's like, oh, my whole reality stopped largely and now reflating the balloon but with like a kind of mature stance being grateful for any i mean it's hard when you're like programmed to be like well i should have find love and i should be retired and i should have kids you know whatever the programming is it's like wow this is where i'm at and i could see the choices i've made have led me here and i'm able to make choices if i could see more clearly and some choices i have less control over and some more but uh i mean it's obviously compassion and gratitude are like the critical components and those there's a phenomenological difference between like experiencing compassion and, and trust and stuff versus like intellectualizing it. And as Gemini's and even as a Libra, we're all air signs. We intellectualize a lot. And I think at some point 
Um, everyone's path's going to look a little different, but this is why, you know, yeah, whether it's psychedelics, meditation, fucking talking with others, you know, like I, I haven't gotten a real hug in a long time. I need a hug, right? I even saw on Shark Tank a blanket that is a compression blanket that gives you a hug. It's like, maybe I should buy that shit. So we're like trying to hack through a quagmire that we deserve to be in in a sense it's like i see why the game is this way i mean if you watch game of thrones it's like yes of course khaleesi who is date raped and now vengeful is going to dragon slay everybody it's like you see why but at the same time it's like does it have to be this way can we rise above the situatedness enough to be be gracious and be a conduit as opposed to i mean i think that in some way there's this like there's a real power and surrender that happens because it shuts your ego up and then your heart is online and we've developed egos. And I mean, our society, our language, our culture, our technology, everything has developed the mind so much that I, and even the North node in Gemini, I think it's a time to reimagine what being a mental human is without trying, if that makes sense. Now you're talking through the, uh, through the eye of the needle, right? And if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, be like children. And since you brought up the Matrix again, I'd just like to mention there's an amazing recent interview with Sarah Westall and Thomas Althaus. Anyone interested, since I am, you know, like to espouse the heretic viewpoint, which in this case includes the potentiality that, not too surprisingly, the script may have been completely stolen by the now so famous Wachowski sisters. Sarah Westall, Thomas Althaus. Highly interesting because if this is correct and the guy remains steadfast and of course got plenty of offers to, you know, sell the rights and whatever, then this may actually be the thing that kind of brings uh, Hollywood to crumble. And even just archetypically, it would be super funny to me if the Matrix movie or the real story of the Matrix movie, you know, is what pulls back, you know, the veil in that regard. Well, aside from virological thinking, uh, Cherry, what what's I mean, what's on your mind? Uh, it seems like you're doing all right, considering um, I'm getting off the I, I just got the shit beaten out of me for like three to six months. And I'm like getting off the ground kind of being like, well, I'm covered in bruises, but I learned something. But my God, I want my teeth back. Like it feels like that. Where I'm just like, I just got beat up in a bar fight that I did not even mean to get involved in. Um how are you keeping hope? What's your personal practice looking like? Like what books are you reading? Podcasts, whatever. What, what like, what are you doing to not lose it these days? <laughs> oh God, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm very much a, some, I'm like, you know, the typical Gemini, so to speak, I, I, do sometimes tend to lose focus and and my and discipline in my spiritual practice you know so I'm, i missed the meditation this morning which i really probably should have done but <laughs> but i'll get to do that uh but when it comes to um my learnings i suppose um, I got, I'm, I'm not trying to frame it like how are you being an awesome spiritual warrior I'm more like what jokes are you telling yourself not to snap because like that's where I'm at. Where I'm Always like, the best I'm question. Deep Space Nine, 
Oh no, sorry. The jokes that I'm telling. Okay. (laughs) Not like Uh, literal, but it's like, how are you coping well? And it doesn't have to be like, I'm oming for 30 minutes to raw the sun. Oh no, no, no. It's like whatever. I'm I'm actually probably the least spiritual fucking person ever in a sense that I mean I don't own a a spiritual thing in my house. The only spiritual thing I actually you know probably have is a few crystals and yoga pants. That's as far as I get when it comes to that. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I I mean my my not to not lose it is obviously connection. Um, I've got a a really good kind of set of people that I um you know have done a, a lot of shadow work with. Um, me and my course, or oh, and the course I you know previously did, so we check in with each other and 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 basically work you know that way of uh, of what's going through our lives and 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 offering each other you know not you know support but just kind of that's it helps me not to be so um, a feeling of isolation because um, in my real life. Um, Oh, well, my yeah, my 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 matrix life is uh, you know I don't have that many people that are uh, on this kind of journey with me or this um, this path of you know awakening. Um, I mean, they are all, everyone's awakening to some sort of degree, but I mean uh, the you know the, the truth, the kind of way and the spiritual side, and you know even the psychedelic you know part. It so it, it does feel like a, a, a an a lonely journey, but um, I'm usually not guess, one to make predictions, but I have the strong feeling that this shall change as well. Well, I hope so. Um, and even then, uh, if it doesn't, I, I, I need to be okay with that. And and that's what I've another piece I've had to to make. And then um, is myself. the most likely position from when it will change but you probably already know that so you're right on track yeah. i would say <laughs> yeah um where i'm meant to be and uh that's the i mean when you say that you know the jokes that i would tell myself i mean it, that that for me that is you know more so um oh god i gotta have a laugh i mean and that's why i, I loved you know <clears throat> writing memes and stuff like because it really did actually give me that sense of creativity which um i feel like I'm lacking at the moment and um, that's a part of the Wetiko as well. But, uh, yeah, for me to just to keep um, engaging in life uh, and, um, yeah, obviously taking time out when I do need it, you know, with the self-work and whatever, um, sorry, self-care, you know, sometimes like yourself, like I I do need to trip out sometimes and just watch, you know, Netflix to the family or something, you know, just do those basic um, uh, uh, human things which that's what we are here to do is to become more human. I mean, I don't have those sorts of ways of, you know, oh, I get into 5D and like all that shit. I, I, I mean, my my goal is, uh, my journey is to, to, to be as, you know, peel these layers upon layers upon layers of shit that I have on myself that I've built up over, over these years through, um, you know, whether it be cognitive dissonance or just being, you know, drugs and alcohol and all that sort of stuff to just, you know, be able to keep on continuing to strip away a layer and, and seeing another part of myself that, like, and then I go, fuck, I didn't know that existed, you know, whether it be good or bad, ugly, you name it. Um, but uh, <clears throat> also just uh, connecting with, you know, those humans around me that, you know, that aren't in that 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 sort of energy and, um, and being okay with that because, um, you know, if, if we were just in this, like, you know, one beautiful sort of uh, eco land of, you know, you guys knowing all what I know, it would become just this, this echo chamber, wouldn't we? You know, I mean, whether or not we're not, You'd these people, 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we need these people in our lives to trigger the fuck out of us and to and and to be so different and and not and 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 have those basics of you know, um, just you know human based um, feelings or, and 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 material desires. We need them around us to to ground us also. Like so, I don't know. I don't know. What am I doing to? It's so hard. No, I just said, I, like, you said it perfectly. I mean, you're functioning. You're trying. Yeah. You're living life. You haven't totally given up. It's it's life weird because I just like it, to reinforce briefly that uh, all you know perspectives aside, the ultimate uh, process I would discern most likely is really just an exercise in unconditional love, unconditional love. Ultimately, mm. you know. Whilst this does not change any of my viewpoints in specifics, but uh, that certainly is, you know, for anyone participating, a grand part of of the game we're playing here. Especially due to these crazy differences, which, you know, there's all kinds of explanations as to why this is happening here on Earth. But uh, from all that I could gather, most kinds of societies, even if we were simply to look at animals or something, are usually much more unified and simply allow for less diversity than what humans do so yeah it's quite a show and it's weird because i've had moments on psychedelics and meditation and stuff but i think there is this dilational point where it's like a uh, very neon evangelion kind of it's like oh shit we are all one like I, I it's very easy to be so oh this is my chart and this is my history and this is my trauma it's like you need to get through that and it's important like that's real at a level but then at some other level it's like i think when the real compassion happens is when you pull back and you're just like witness it in a certain way, um, but my God, it seems like I, I, all I gotta say uh, for the record is like if this is all like a solipsistic dream, I'm so sorry, guys, that I got so fucking lost in the Maya. Like it's a shit show. I whatever responsibility I have out here for all this bullshit is like I'm trying to figure that out now. Uh, basically, that's where I'm at. Where I'm like, all right, look. I can't change. I mean, my vote may or may not matter. I can't change elections. What I tune into, whatever creates my reality. But at some level, it's like, um, and this is why it's been really weird because I've been just earning money. Like I probably have more saved up right now than I ever have in my life, even though I'm pretty poor, generally speaking. And I'm like, all right, I'm like going through 3D bullshit. You know, it's a grind and I hate it. And I'm bending on my coworker. There's lessons here. It's like, it's not even pretty. It's like, holy shit, I've got, you know, blemishes i need to like not looking covering it with makeup and not looking at it it's like not going to work accepting it is is a process so my hope is that we all kind of get back on the saddle and i mean it feels like getting what having then a wind knock into you and then having like you know your teeth kicked out and then the punch in the stomach again it's like it's just a bombardment and i'm hoping that we kind of all shift enough to um Count it all joy, as Paul would say. He's like, I get the fuck. I mean, if you read the epistles or whatever, it's like Paul got beaten and almost killed and poisonous snakes or whatever the stories go. And it's like he counted it all joy because he was living in his purpose, which was to spread the gospel, right? What well, I don't need to give the theological, like, is that true or not? But it's like, let's all know ourselves enough to know our role, but then also to be like, we're all walking each other home. And I've, we've said that a lot on here and I, you know, we can get very high on, you know, like Raphael, I know, you know what I'm talking about. Like sometimes at the end of episodes, you're like, fuck yeah, further up, further in. Right now I'm just like, which end is up? I don't even know. Like that's how it feels, but like I'm, I haven't given up. So hopefully none of us give up and we all just kind of 
play nice. That's where we're at. You know, it's like if someone wants to do certain things to their body, they have the right. Hopefully we cannot project our fears onto each other and get tribalistic and insane. Like, and the whole point of Star Trek in some ways, like the 21st century was a shit show, the 20th and 21st century. And then they evolved to a point where money and politics and all that just bygone. Like we're right there. We're, we're getting to a point where we can't, I mean, hopefully I'm not being naively optimistic again, but it's like, we can't, this isn't going to continue this way forever. Like we're hitting, you know, fever pitches. So it's like certain, you know, whether it's major earthquakes and, you know, that kind of stuff and Gaia healing itself that way, or people smartening up and creating pockets of confederations that agree with each other and work with each other in spite of differences politically and other, you know, social economic, we could figure this out, but we have to, you know, it's, it's the South known and like we have to stop trying to shove our perspective down other people's throats, which is really hard for information seekers and air science. It's like, I mean, I, that's kind of what I tell Haley and stuff. It's like, I'm not out here telling you what to think. I'm like, this is what I'm seeing. It's more of like just kind of schizophrenic out loud journaling or something. So I, I don't know. We can kind of start wrapping it up if you if you want. But, yes. Um, Let me just point out one thing, because yeah. interesting you mentioned in terms of allowing others to be as they are. And again, everyone may investigate for themselves what this exactly means, but within the framework terminology of polarization, for example, as Ra and also Bashar, he doesn't talk about it so much, Ra, more distinctively. But here the main difference would be that negative polarization can only recognize itself through conformity. Positive polarization goes the route of unity through diversity. And now let me ask you if the situation is not perfectly clear as to which side is which. And again, I'm not even condemning any choice or anything just laying it out and asking anyone who wants to actively participate, you know, uh, choose your role. And this doesn't mean crusading against anyone, just like you said, but it's a completely different approach. Um, and yeah, I think to anyone able to contemplate the situation, it's pretty clear, I would say. And something that came to my mind is The Hobbit. I've read that recently with Haley. And uh, actually, we're in the middle of two towers, and I started smoking weed, and we stopped. So I've probably got to pick that back up. We just had the whole Helm's Deep scene, and then we stopped. Like, well, it's funny because they were talking about like the 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 quality of the weed uh, in uh, in uh, the, like they're smoking weed, and like right the next day I'm smoking weed. And I'm like, oh my god, I've triggered myself into a relapse. Anyway, um, but like Gandalf didn't go. I mean. Clearly, missions happen. We're not. We're called to step out of our comfort zones. The Shire is, you know, safety is an illusion. Like that doesn't mean put your head in like rockets for fun. But it's like push the envelope. And I guess what I'm trying to say is like, and this is why I'm a Christian still to some degree. But it's like find an object to put your hope in, whatever that looks like, and be focusing on that. And you can walk on water as opposed to being like, oh my god, the trolls. Oh my god, the dungeons. Like you'll collapse if you focus improperly. And I think part of it is just orienting to a, a non, in a weird way, a, like a hyper teleological perspective where it's like, oh yeah, this is going in a direction that needs to go in. And, you know, like, if, I mean, if Bilbo Baggins is like, fuck all these dwarves, they're ruining my China. I don't want to leave the house today. God damn it. Like, if he was focused on that, it's going to be a very different trip. But once he starts being like, well, I am a burglar and I'm finding out things about myself and I, ooh. I can write, I'm a barrel writer and all this shit. It's like, you're, it's a process of discovery. And then when he comes back, 
he passes it on. I mean, this is good. This is a good place to be in. But my God, we've become so lazy, self-absorbed, distracted, all these things, fine. And now it's kind of a shakeup. It's like, whoa, what matters? And follow your joy and don't look back because you won't leave the Shire and you'll just get consumed by fucking ring rates if you sit still. So that's kind of all I got to say about that. Anyway, Cherry, any parting thoughts? I know we didn't, we talked a lot about the virus and stuff. We'll get you back on here and maybe talk about more lighthearted things sometimes. But um, what are your kind of parting thoughts from your perspective on your continent? Lighthearted thoughts. <laughs> I don't know how to do those anymore. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. I can. Uh, look, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think uh, I'm just got to keep on going, uh, like taking it all in, but not, you know, all upon our shoulders necessarily. Just keep – that's the only thing I can honestly think of for my own self is just to um, – to, to not get too distracted, but just to keep on going in it um, and, and watching life just unfold as it is. But when I'm feeling moved, I speak my truth and that I, if, when I do do it, it's in this um, more of a grounded and a loving and compassionate way. So there is no destination. It's just, it's just the journey that we're here just to witness and observe. I know that's, that's, that's where I'm rolling at the moment. I think we're all in a similar boat where it's like, you know, Shouting, mo- I mean, it's it's funny because I think there's a three steps forward, two steps, like one step back kind of thing. I think a lot of new agers are like, holy shit. Like, like I was just saying, it's like, if I'm guilty of manifesting this, I'm so sorry. Like, it's just this moment where it's like, fuck, what's going on and how do we fix it? But how do we accept it? And it's the whole paradox. But yeah, mm, we're meant to is- climb mountains, not carry them. So let's fucking climb. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you so much, Cherry. Thank you, Jim, as always. Yeah. Thank you very much. God, two hours. We talked for two Dr. hours. Clara. I know. Well, Here we are. So thanks thank everyone so for listening. Love yourselves unconditionally. And if you choose to do so, of course, enjoy yourselves. Thanks so much. Beautiful.